This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Blank Podcast, the podcast where we delve into those difficult moments, the lives and careers of some well-known guests. I'm Giles Pay Phillips, and with me is Jim Daly with his cap. Hello, hello. Yes, I'm wearing a cap today because my hair is um, not fit for public viewing, although this is an audio recording, so that yeah. makes literally no sense. But I feel slightly more confident with my hat on. Uh, obviously, mm, when we, and it's when got... we have to... Our guests have to see our faces when we do these chats as well. So I don't want them thinking this guy has terrible hair. So I just put the old uh, LA Dodgers baseball cap on and uh, away we go. Yeah, well, I'm wearing my... I've got one on as well because I'm equally having a bad hair day. <laughs> and mine says hot tuna on it. Hot tuna? What uh, is that? Is hot that tuna. Sort of brand? I don't know. Sort I think of... it's just like a surf brand or something. Yeah. I, the origins of this is what well, I was in London... And I bought it. It was the cheapest cap I could find. <laughs> How long did you spend looking for the cheapest cap, though? I went in one shot. <laughs> that's not bad. How much was it then? It was about five quid. It's not bad yeah, for, a, for a cap. Yeah, that's decent. It was in sports, sports direct. Other sports shops are available. Um, <laughs> in fact, I insist you go to other sports shops. But yeah, um, <laughs> it was sports direct. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's uh, well done, you. Thanks. I don't know how it's much a nice cap, it. actually, though. Yeah, you wear but it quite I, a lot. I, I, like, yeah. I like it a lot. I have, funny enough, I've had a sort of found love again for caps and wearing caps and hats. <laughs> I've put a few um, caps on my uh, 
wish list that I want to get some new oh. ones. So yeah, I feel like I have enough caps. I don't. Mm. I uh, I wore them quite a lot during the first and second lockdown because my hair mm. grew quite long. Um, I don't know if I would wear that many. Maybe I should go back to wearing more hats. But I have. Mm. I got two trucker hats and then this baseball cap, uh, mm. and that's pretty much me done. Maybe I should have more. Yeah, Maybe but this is a more. This is a trucker style hat because it's got that sort of mesh. Yes, the mesh, back, yeah. Backing, yeah, yes. And it's that sort of slightly wider brim, I suppose. Do you have any other hats? Like, um, like, like are you a flat cap man? Or? Uh, do you know what? I used to have a flat cap, but um, my wife didn't like it on me. She said it looked, it looked weird. <laughs> they really so, um, suit people, certain people, don't they? Yeah. I think they suit people without hair, actually, more. I think, I mean, I'm just yeah. going, like, when you look at, like for instance, the football pundits often wear them, mm-hmm. yeah. and it tends to be the sort of um, hairless ones. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like like uh, an Alan Shearer or an Ian Wright, yeah, they they true. can rock they can rock a flat cap. That's true. Maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it is. a Statham, a Jason Statham, he could rock one. It's true. Caps are funny. Aren't they? I once went. I was once in uh, Utah, Salt Lake City in Utah, and I mm. was, when I was. I used to do soccer coaching in America. So I was over there for a couple of weeks and then I was hanging out with a friend and we met some of her friends at this like fair county fair kind of thing. And one of her mates, I can't remember his name, had a baseball cap on like this. Mm-hmm. And you know, you meet someone for the first time and you just think, Oh, he's got a baseball cap on. And he took his cap off later on for whatever reason. And he was incredibly receding hair. And I was like, <laughs> really shocked it genuinely shocked me i just wasn't ready for it at all and of course like fair enough you you might want to cover up whatever you wear a baseball cap i just it really shocked me and i can still have that image in my head he just looked like a completely different person <laughs> and it was it was weird hats have a funny way of doing that maybe that's why bald men do wear flat caps i don't know it's, 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 in, it's an interesting sort of dynamic isn't it yeah is it interesting um, maybe it's not sorry maybe it's not interesting at all <laughs> I sort of feel for this guy. I was guess he was sort of, yeah, like you say, maybe covering up he just, the receding hairline. He's quite young, but he just looked so, so different. It was mad. He looked, what, so he looked like he was about, like, he, did he look more virile and, and uh, assertive with the cap on? And then once he took it off, he just looked. No, he looked. He looked slightly like, limp and lame. Like, no, and it wasn't like he looked younger or older. He just looked different, like a different man. <laughs> Not particularly worse or better. Just like you could have show me two photos side by side of him with his cap on and his cap off, and I'd genuinely think they were two different people, or maybe brothers. You know what I mean? But just right, it's weird. I so I think about caps. Quite Did you a lot, comment on it? No. Oh, Did you no, say I was like, bloody hell, who's that? <laughs> what's, what's happened to your face? Oh my god! Um, Put the cap back on. I can't look at you. No, I just I just recalled in horror, but very like calmly. Um, yeah, and kept threw up it, in the kept corner. It to myself threw up in the corner and just returned to the frivolities. I don't know. I just think I think, I think hats are interesting and different hats. That maple cap really suited him, but it's flat cap maybe mm. not. I don't know. Different hats suit different people. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. we have. I'm sorry to our listeners. We've really gone on a weird tangent there off the bat. But it's what we do. Well, it is a weird tangent, but we're talking about kind of appearances, and obviously, you and I are in our our caps today, yeah. but our wonderful guest, Jack, uh, Jackie Atajaji, was wearing a wonderful glim- glimmering sort of disco ball of a top. 
um, is probably the best way of describing it. It was wonderful. And she was, yeah, she, she'd really made an effort for us, which was very kind. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't want, I do not want to slander the rest of our guests, but I think it's the first guest to turn up and really make an effort in terms of sartorial appearance. She looked fantastic. As she said on the pod, she looked like she was on sort of stars in their eyes when they come out through the smoke. Yes. It was, and it kept sort of catching the light during the interview as well. So just like, just sort of just quite quite a nice sort of pattern to look at during the interview. No, it was, um, yeah, it was lovely. But I think that is Jackie all over. Like she's got that radiant Mm. sort of personality. Yeah. uh, That's really obvious from the first time you meet her, even though the first time I met her was over Zoom, but Mm. that really came across well, and I think that's why people gravitate towards her, because she's just got that sort of personality that you want to be around and interact with. And, I mean, we spoke for an hour and 20 minutes, and it absolutely flew by. Oh, it did. And and what's great was also, because Jackie does podcasts, and she's a podcaster and a broadcaster, she, she, it was nice that she was sort of involving herself in the conversation. You know, it wasn't just us asking questions yeah. and um, on taking, you know, leading her down a merry path in any way it was you know she was coming back with with questions for us which was nice it was really like was a proper proper chat you know and um yeah she's such a wonderful human i mean i can really see why people warm to her yeah she's just a lovely person absolutely and it was a real joy talking to her and we went on some you know real tangents in this interview which is uh which is great we, we've come up with some advertising slogans i mean we have oh man we've done everything i've written some chat. of them down yeah well maybe at the end we'll come to our favorites um before we get onto the the chat, though, shall we um, look at our tweets and see what our lovely listeners have been talking about? Yeah, I've got a great one here from Cheryl Rickman. She says, love Rosie Jones. Uh, we can all oh, learn yeah. a lot from her warmth, fun-loving energy, gratitude, positivity, and go-getting, let's-do-this attitude. Um, happy Friday, everyone. Blank Pod is always a great listen. Thanks to Charles and Jim for making it. Uh, make the most of life lovely that's a really nice really lovely tweet and absolutely right about rosie i mean i mean she is just an inspiration and again someone with a a real sort of positive energy that you just want to be around and really Mm. rubs off on you much like talking to jackie today after the rosie pod i felt really sort of energized for the rest of the day and i think good people can do that to you and you know we're lucky lucky to have that and jackie is very similar as you guys will find out in a minute um and before we do that i've got a book review though on Amazon for our book, uh, Blank, Why It's Fine to Falter and Fail and How to Pick Yourself Up Again, published by Quadril, uh, available everywhere. But here's a review on Amazon from Joe Hughes. And Joe says, I read this in two sittings. So easy to read and so useful. I love the conversational style of writing. Even the chapters that didn't apply to me personally, I found fascinating. And since the authors are all about compassion, I thought I would engage in the act of kindness and write a five-star review. Joe, thank you so much. And yes, if everybody could engage in the act of kindness and write a five-star review, that that would be fantastic and very on brand. Um, Yes. But thank you, Joe. That's lovely. I'm really interested there that the chapters that didn't really apply to you, you still find interesting. That makes me feel really good, actually. Mm. Um, makes me feel like we, we, we did okay. That's lovely. Cause I, yeah, I was slightly worried about that when, when writing some of the chapters. But uh, it's nice to know that, that people were able to engage with them. So that's, uh, that makes me feel great. Yeah, I think even if you haven't been through or experienced something that's in the book, like particularly like, you know, you might not have suffered from imposter syndrome, but you might know someone who has. And I guess that's the thing, isn't it? You can then, you know, relate that advice or ideas or thoughts on that thing to that person and maybe help them along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm really glad that, that Joe found that useful. Um, 
And I think we should crack on with today's interview. We've we've talked about hats enough. We've uh, <laughs> although on this chat as well, we do go on some very random paths as well, which is we do. Yeah. I like I like it when that happens on this pod. It uh, keeps me on my toes, which is which is great. But uh, I think we should go into uh, in today's interview. So here is the one and only Jackie Atadeji on the Blank Podcast. <laughs> I'm having, I'm just having one of those days. Is it one of those days? Yeah, it's just a lot. You know, you you sort of you get up in the morning and um, you sort of think, oh, I don't know if I'm feeling it today. And then that is the day that you get all those emails that that creates a nuisance or something's not something's not right at home. Yes, it's it's amazing how often that all happens at the same time when you're not quite like yes in the mindset for it. For sure. Do you know what? I did. Put, I put this quote on my Instagram the other day that was like, normalise feeling like a trash f- on fire because actually sometimes it's okay to like wake up and just be like, I don't know if I'm coming or going. Like, I don't know my ass, where my ass is from my elbow. Like, I actually think that's good because like we don't always have to be happy all the time. I think it's just how we bounce yeah. back that matters, isn't it? It's like as long as you get the emails done when you're ready, that's the most important thing, isn't it? Yeah, a trash on yeah. fire. I love <laughs> that great analogy. We're always looking for uh, we're always looking for quotes for te- new merchandise jars, aren't we? For uh, our t-shirts. I think that's another one. Yeah, we just steal them from our guests. <laughs> that's um, great. That's another. But excellent I, feel, one. I feel that a lot actually. That I can relate to that because there's just like it's just days where you're not really feeling it, and, mm. it, and there are also the days where you suddenly think, "Shit, I've got to do that." Oh, I've got to email that yeah. person, and I'm just like. That all seems to happen at the same time. Yes. So, but as you say, it is bouncing back from it. But I just I feel like it's also like management. How do I manage my mind in those moments mm. where it's just like I can't quite get a finger on that sounds weird. On on anything? It's yes. just it's just yeah. <laughs> yes. Well sometimes going for a walk helps. Like I find going for a walk yeah. and just like yeah. just getting centered with myself because we just get so distracted with life and everything that's going on. And then it's like when you just take time for yourself, it's like you're able to prioritize what's actually important to you. And then, like, when you get some of those things. And also, I find it's the little things that, like, the annoying things that you're like, oh, you've been like, oh, I need to do this. And then when you do it, you're like, oh, this literally took me two seconds. Like, why was I stressing? You know, like, those (laughs) little things you're like, oh, this literally took two minutes. Like, I don't know why I was stressing about that. And then you just feel better again. You know, for... But you build it up, and you build it up in your head, though, don't you? Yes. I tell you, I tell you that one of the things that happened, like one of the sort of the, one of the things that happened today, which is so typical, is that I was up late last night reading a book. I was reading Tony Cascarino's autobiography. It's twenty years old. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. It is so good. I'd massively recommend it. It's very unfootballery. Um, as I was reading that, my mm-hmm. phone as now I've got um, HSBC other banks are available um app on my phone <laughs> and it's got a new feature or maybe it's old i've just discovered it where any transaction that happens in or up pops out as a notification on your phone mm-hmm. and that's really good if you're someone like me who signs up to stuff and then forgets to cancel your account and you see the money come out mm-hmm. and i suddenly got a ping saying audible 7.99 and i was like i've not signed up to audible <laughs> recently have i so i checked, I checked mm. my emails it turns out i signed up last july <laughs> And forgot oh, about man, it. You've been paying eight, paid quid, a eight quid a month since, since, then. since then. So I logged in. I was like, ah. okay, well, that's that and is annoying. Not... But like worst case scenario, I've got ten month, ten credits. I'll spend them on something. Checked in, had six credits. I was like, the audacity! 
<laughs> so now, <laughs> it's already a busy morning. Now I'm going down a sort of rabbit hole of how do I get my credits back from, from Audible that I don't even want. <laughs> I don't even want to use them. But I know yeah. I feel like I feel cheated. You can't even find five audiobooks. I, I want to cancel, to. but not cancel before I lose my credits and then think about 10 books I want to get that I'm never going to listen to. And this is suddenly taking up all my brain space this morning. And I've got I get it. A ch- a toddler and stuff to actually do yeah. but you know what I mean you suddenly get those things and as you say it just sort of takes over your your brain space and your energy yeah it definitely does but that's okay I think that's we just have to normalise feeling like poo and then and just let it ride out I actually think let the feeling ride out and then like yeah. you know yourself better than anyone else so you know that like you'll sort it out and if you don't sort it out you don't sort it out but yeah, yeah. I have sent some angry emails, so hopefully that will... Yay! I mean, it. I mean, hopefully it's helped get it off your chest. This is it. I just... Here well, with so, us, yeah. you know. This, release this it. Release it into the world. Started. Release. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, hopefully. I just... <laughs> Welcome to the Blank yeah. Podcast, Jackie. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about um, J- J- Jim's problem with Audible, immersion heaters. Um, we are going to talk about you, of course. All good. Um, All good. <laughs> it's, it is tricky those days. I mean... It's been a weird time, obviously, mm. the last year. Are you in the UK at the moment? Because you spent you're in Ibiza yes. a long time. Are you there no, permanently? So, um, basically, I was in Ibiza for three months um, with my boyfriend. So um, we actually went there for Christmas, um, and we were only supposed to stay there for two weeks. And then lockdown oh. happened, and then we were like, "Oh, should we just stay?" So then we were like in Ibiza for three months. And then now we're back. So yeah, and it was nice being in Ibiza, but I felt terrible and guilty every time I posted because I was like. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm I just really... felt like people were like, you cow, like you're so insensitive. Like I just, I, that's one point, like people were like, oh, are you back? And I'm like, oh no, I'm still here. I'm just not posting because I don't want people to like drag me yeah. for posting. <laughs> yeah. But it was, yeah, but I'm back. I'm, I'm happy to be back in London. I love London. Like, yeah. favourite place. So, yeah. But like you weren't, you weren't like, there out of choice. You were like, I'm, I'm trapped here. Like, <laughs> 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 Well, Jim, this is the thing. We weren't actually trapped. We were going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were like, oh, Yes, but really we were like toes in like toes in the sand, all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's but amazing. you can't but during lockdown, like you just can't oh. be posting that. Like you look you just look like a dick. Like and I was like, I'm just oh. not doing that. Mm. But um yeah, it was nice. Um and like, you know, it's unlikely that I'm gonna ever go back to Ibiza for three months all in one go again. So um yeah, it's yeah. kind of yeah, it was nice and yeah, oh, that's, that's it. That's that's it's interesting that you're sort of talking about sort of that managing that public image because really like mm. if there's ever a time to go to Ibiza for three months that <laughs> this is it if there's ever a time you need to sort of manage your mental health and sort of exactly you know, try and switch off from the world maybe that was it but it's very interesting you're already talking about how people would perceive you and it sucks that you have to kind of manage that sometimes a thousand because you know what the reaction will be like yeah i mean there was a Mm. new term that was coined which was called uh travel shaming (laughs) where you know it's like how dare you and it happened with a lot of influencers and stuff like that who were going to dubai because i think there was a time during christmas when those people went to dubai and it's like how dare you know people like how dare you travel you know during this time and like and it's true but then at the same time it's almost like ah 
Like, you want to... This is I, one thing I struggled with is, like, you want to be in solidarity with everybody, like, your friends, your family, you're all in the set, in the sunken place of lockdown. Yeah. But then it's also that kind of thing of, like, but I have the choice to go somewhere else. Um, so it's th- I found that really hard because I'm such a people's person. I was thinking, like, I just want to shack mm-hmm. it up and just, like, with everyone else. My boyfriend was like, but why? And I'm like, well, because... Yeah. Because you just, I just feel you just want to feel like you, everyone's on the. You don't want to look like you're, yeah. you're boasting or you're bragging or whatever. So, yeah. Um, mm. but yeah, I was mm. definitely conscious of like not coming across as someone that's like, haha, I'm on holiday, guys. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just took lots of pictures of like food that I cooked and I was like yeah guys we're, we're, we're cooking too so it's the same <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's, just, it's just hotter and there's a beach but yeah same 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 <laughs> no but it is so true I think about like you say cultivating and and uh, what our, our public mm. image and and how we have to kind of be so careful I mean I'm become increasingly more careful about what I put out mm. now um just because you know it's such a hotbed on, on, on social media and you just don't know what you're going to walk into sometimes. Definitely. Do you ever feel like, um, because obviously I know like having a massive following, do you ever worry about like putting out your opinions on certain things? And like, you know, cause I know now it's almost like perhaps the more popular, popular you are, almost the more censored you become because everybody has, I mean, I always say opinions yeah. are like assholes. Everyone's got one. So people are like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, people are telling you, you're, so many people are telling you you're wrong, but like everyone's always going to like, people are always going to like disagree with you. But do you find it hard? Like, like actually speaking your truth publicly because you're worried that like you might face lots of backlash, even though that's your truth. But do you worry yeah. about that, would you say? Oh, big time, particularly when it comes to things like yes. politics and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like um, with this week, we've had the elections in the last, you know, obviously this is going to be airing later, but yeah, it's the week of the mm-hmm. elections, the local elections. And yeah, I, today I wrote out a tweet this morning um, about what my feelings around mm-hmm. what's happened and um, I just yeah. deleted it because I thought yeah. I'm not going to... I'm, I, it's not going to do me any favours because I'm going to be spending like probably a couple of hours of my energy looking doom scrolling through like all the yeah. comments that are going to come mm-hmm. through <laughs> from people that who think I'm wrong. So yeah, it, it, that is that. I think that's yes. part of it is like thinking about where do I want to expel my energy? Do I want to expel it in a positive, kind mm-hmm. way, or do I want to go wade into something? And that's bad in some respects because you want to be able to speak, like you say, speak mm-hmm. your truth and and have your have your opinion on things. And sometimes it's right to to have that, but at the same time, it's where you know maybe maybe for me sometimes I try and I'll, maybe I'll think about modelling mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. else as opposed to modelling like a angry kind of person. Yeah, that's so interesting because I feel like. Um, Twitter and like all these social media sites are well it's for you and it's for you to share your opinion but yet yeah like there's so much resistance in doing that because of like the things that people will say to you but then almost if you don't say anything people are like oh well what's your opinion you haven't said anything so it's like you're damned yeah. if you do and you're damned if Hello. you don't <laughs> exactly yeah and, and invariably the, the people that do shout about their opinions are normally the people with the, the worst ones <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. They don't care. Yeah. People with extreme opinions don't care. They'll, and those of us that are a bit more sort of moderate and compassionate about it feel like, oh, I probably shouldn't say mm. that. I don't want to upset people. We don't upset anyone. What, do you, yeah, what yeah. are you like with that, then, Jackie? Are you careful about oh, putting your opinion out there you, on certain things? Yeah, I guess like 
yes and no. Like on, I feel like the more I'm like I'm getting older, I'm more like, do you know what? This is just my opinion. But on yeah. certain things, like specifically to do with probably like, um, like maybe if I'm being open about like body image or stuff like that, like sometimes I'll post something mm. like on my Instagram, for example, and then. I'd be like, yeah, I've posted it. Female empowerment, girls, whatever, women rule the world. And like two minutes later, I'm like, oh, let me just quickly check it again. Let me just double check that like it's fine. I'm like, okay, it's great. And then sometimes, if it's like a like a really like not even outlandish, but just me just like being like cutthroat, I'll like find another like picture or image to like put on my story to almost like soften. Do you do that? Yeah, like, to, bear, like, like bury it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I do that. Just a little bit. Just a little. There we go. Just some. Yeah, there we go. Can, so you can see I've got range guys i could be tough but i could be tough i thought i was the only one that did that like yeah it's funny isn't it because it's like people follow you for your opinions and for you but you still feel like oh a bit like oh maybe i shouldn't or whatever or to show people that like okay i'm like this but i'm also like this it's like yeah yeah, i guess having an opinion and having a voice it's like yeah i suppose we worry about like being crucified for that i guess um yeah it's kind of yeah, it's, it's interesting to know that you both do that as well, because, like, yeah. we shouldn't really have to do that, but I guess it's... Oh, I think it's social media, and when you put yourself out there, like, yeah, you are... Yeah, you do worry what people will think. I mean, I don't let it drive me, but, you know, there's always... I do think there's, you know, there's a healthy amount of, like, you know, I wonder what people are going to say about this, but, um, yeah. I guess it's... I guess it's, yeah, that's social media for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's like... It's, you're right. When people follow you, they follow you because they like you mm. and they like your opinions and they like that you have opinions and they like they they, they invest in you. Yeah. And so that sounds really businessy, doesn't it? Sorry. Um, and <laughs> oh, I'm not a business guy. Um, but it's weird that burying thing. I do that a lot on Twitter. Right. I'll put something out and think, or I'll just I'll put something quick, put something else above that so it buries it like in my mm. feed or whatever. But it's like it's like the it's like it's like one tweet for for your followers mm-hmm. and then one tweet for not your followers right. you know what i mean it's like one tweet for your mm. followers who you think will be on board and then yeah. you're burying it with something for everyone else and say yes. oh don't worry don't worry it's like but why placate those people we should just be focused yeah. on the people that follow us and that care about what we think and then people that don't mm. you're not going to please everyone all the time so just focus on the people That's that so love true. you that is so true i guess it is there is an element i think on social media of people pleasing like i wouldn't necessarily say yeah. i'm a people pleaser in kind of in person but i guess on social media because it's almost like people go on your profile and within like two seconds they're able to like decide who you are you're so conscious of that mm. of like the way people perceive you you want them to perceive you in the right way um and yeah i guess there's a massive people pleasing element to that and um I hate that, you know, I hate Mm. that. I I was actually looking at a tweet the other day where someone was saying about how they miss the way Instagram used to be because they were saying how it's very curated now. Like everybody's like pictures now, like they're all a certain Mm. like grading and they're by the beach or they've got everything just is kind of neat. And back in the day, so maybe I guess when Instagram started like 2013 time, it'd be random pictures of, I don't know, like, you, like, passed out on the, like, on the floor outside the pub, or, like, you know, you've met your friend, it's like, way two pints, or or just random stuff, or, like, you just taking a picture of, like, random stuff, or even just putting your family on there, like, now it's almost become, like, a CV. Like, that kind of, it's it's professional Mm. now. It's no longer, like, something that we use Mm. for just pleasure. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, because I've been told, or seen other people be told for ages, like, 
your yes your on your social media is your cv that's so true and we're all all mm. our jobs now i think people don't a lot of people's jobs are sort of transient now so yes. and to be fair, even even if they're not people employers check your social media yes if you get a mm. if you get an interview or whatever so yeah it has to be more curated which is, and i know i know people that have got from my industry they've got a professional one and then a private personal one that they only share with their friends and that mm. Is more like the old days. That's where a they, idea. They're public facing. Yeah, I'll be thinking about doing that as well. Um, don't think I'm famous. Don't think it's I'm famous thing enough to, to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's more. It's more things to think it's about. A, oh, another thing I've got to think about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they get mixed up. You start posting stuff on your private one, especially yeah. on your public one. <laughs> Yeah, I would probably do that. Uh, You'd be putting like images of immersion heaters <laughs> on you. Guys, what's a good immersion run. heater? Anyone got recommendations on that? Anyone use Audible? Anyone use Audible? <laughs> Let me know. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah, we curating is the right word. Mm. I think it's funny how we're all sort of, because I think I don't know about you guys, but I, I delete or I think about posting. I mean, Jill said it a minute ago. I think about posting stuff on mm. on all platforms. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't post more than I do, if that makes sense. Like, I think, like, oh, yeah, I'll put this on. And then I think, oh, no, no one's going to like that. That's a bit weird. Uh, and then don't more yeah. than I actually do it. Most of the time, people don't care. Then they just want you to post and exactly. interact. You overthink. I find myself overthinking my posts oh my all God. the time. We, do you know what? Totally, Jim. Like, the other day, I woke up and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I've not posted in four days. Like, yeah. and then I was like going through my phone trying to find something to post, yeah. and because my yes, whole yeah, you're I like do. going like, okay, cool, let me just post this, and then like, it's so obvious that like even to me and probably to the people that follow me, it's so obvious that like you just put that there at random, and then I'm like I should just delete it, but then I'm like okay, what's the point of deleting it when like I've already put it there, and you're almost exactly. in this like battle of like, yeah. do you mean the pressure just to like post, and then it's like okay, is this on brand? Does this suit my brand? Like, do you know what I mean? It's this kind mm, of whole. Yeah having a brand and things and people expecting, well, when they come on your page, they're expecting you to almost provide a service. So you almost feel like you always have to be confined to that service and you can't step outside of that. And I feel like that's such like, and like a battle that I go with. Cause sometimes I just want to post like random stuff that make no yeah. sense to me, but I'm like, this is probably off brand. But like, yeah. I just, I hate that. It's like that now. I just want to just post freely. I don't know. Yeah. I can't, I'm so glad you said that because I feel the exact same way because I feel like being a comedian, my my Twi- my Instagram profile should just be comedy videos, right. comedy posts, com- something funny, something funny, quickly mm-hmm. funny. And I there was this one picture I took yesterday that I thought I was going to post that and I was going to make a comment because I I did a casting for an advert last week or no start of this week no yesterday I did a recall yesterday mm-hmm. day before yesterday and in the recall. The casting director, I hope she never hears this. She was really nice. <laughs> I'm not going not to say her name. Like I, def- I screwed up the recall a little bit. I, I wasn't. The director was there, and I wasn't quite like. I wasn't quite like getting what he wanted. I don't think. And then in the end, didn't get the job. But at the end, because you know, adverts is all about look, really, mm-hmm. more than anything. Mm-hmm. And at the end, she went, "Oh, all right, Jim, that was great. Um, ah, brilliant." And then she sort of did this and went, "So, this is your look, is it? This is this is your look?" And I went. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's my face, so yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, great! It's not much." I like, do I this fluffy beard. That's great. I was like, "I've just I just haven't shaved for a week. I'm just lazy." But I just thought that was really funny that she was just like, "This is your look." So I nearly put a post on my Instagram, being like, "Just thinking about the casting director that looked at my face and said, this is your look,' is it?" But then I got really panicky that like she might see it, right. and I might, you know, just and then 
jeopardise future castings or something. So I just I didn't I didn't really put it. And I thought about that for ages. Yeah. Should I put that up? But that's so relatable. But that is such a relatable thing. Like because we are like I guess as soon as you put your face out on your own social media, you almost become a brand by default. So like that is probably something that a lot of people are like struggling with in terms of like when they go to castings and stuff and like what their look is and what their brand is, all this kind of stuff. And like Again, it's like, oh, you want to be able to, like, have that dialogue and have that conversation with people and by posting that picture. But then it's like, okay, what are the repercussions if I do this? And it's mm. like, just that lack of, like, freedom to yeah. express yourself. Yeah. You know, because of, like, I guess, it again, in fear of, like, what may happen or what people may think. Um, yeah, I guess I'm hoping that, you know, at some point, social media does become more freeing where all this stuff you can just post freely and all this stuff no longer matters. I mean, I guess it's still relatively new, so it's going to develop as the years go on, but I kind of, I mean, they've brought back, like, I think it's called photo dumping or whatever, where people put, like, photo dumps on their Instagram where they just have, like, random pictures of different things, and I guess that's a way of bringing back kind of old Instagram and it not being curated and stuff, Mm. so hopefully more of that, because I want to see more random shit. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, random stuff. I think there's, like... Yeah, I've, Jim, I think there's something to be said for being candid about those moments. I mean, we saw that viral video that, that, of that um, the guy doing a casting and the director left the audio oh, on yeah. and said, oh, look at this guy's flat. <laughs> yeah. you know? And he was like, look, this is all I can afford. <laughs> um, you know, so I think there's something to be said for those moments, actually. And I think people will relate to it. And maybe, you know, if that was... I'm, I'm sure she wasn't trying to be no, mean or horrible. She wasn't. But, I think she was but, actually really but nice. But at the same time, but, if she did see it, she might think, oh, well, maybe I need to actually talk to people yeah. in a different way. Maybe that's not the best way or of, of talking to, Jim's, to a cast. I like Jim's look a lot. I'm going to get him in for another cast. <laughs> yeah. this is, exactly, whatever this yeah. is going on is really, really great, really nailed on. But I think it was like tired but of I think, I think yeah. So it was like, yeah, really, really, really on brand. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're right there, Jack. I think we need to be be a bit more um not gung-ho that's not the right word but yeah just be a bit more honest with our followers i guess and just put stuff out there that we want to put out there and not try and not to be too kind of afraid of the repercussions whatever they might be a thousand percent and also Um, i think um it's i also have this like um i don't know if you guys have this as well where sometimes when i want to post something i'm like what if this literally gets like zero likes or like zero (laughs) or like zero response and then i'm just there like especially if you put out like a questionnaire or a poll and like people like there's nothing and like i've definitely put out stuff before and like it's literally got nothing and i'm like (laughs) okay i spent ages (laughs) thinking about that Yeah. <laughs> people don't understand you even though they're following you because they obviously do understand you but they're still that i guess as human beings you know we're all quite complex it's just that like oh but do they there's so many different elements to us so like i guess we it's easy to put out like parts of us that are like most people like understand and accept and then there's the other bits about us that perhaps we we don't put out as much because we're worried that people might be like that's really weird or what is that Mm. Mm. so 
yeah I guess there's that as well so but I just talk about boobs and that helps so who knew I mean who, who thought that would work out um <laughs> Jim, it's us again. It is. We're here again with another uh, special announcement. And this one, Giles, is about a patron that we've launched because we love our blank community and we want to offer something extra to give back to them. We do. We do. We, lo- we do love our community very, very much. And it's lovely interacting with our community on a weekly basis. But we want to just give you a bit more stuff, more blank stuff, because we feel that you might enjoy it. Yeah, so we're ex- we're trying to expand our community and expand what we can offer back to you guys for your support. So we're doing what every other podcast in the world is doing. We're starting a patron, uh, which means we can offer you guys more content. So our patron uh, URL is patreon.com, which is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash blank podcast. And there, Giles, is a range of options you can sign up to. Yeah, there's all sorts of things that people can get from our various different tiers that you can find on there. How many tiers are there altogether, Jim? Well, there's four tiers in total, um, and they offer a range of of things. For example, you can get ad-free episodes. uh, You can get them 24 hours earlier than the public get them. There's bonus content with our guests that only patrons will get. Um, Charles, there's there's a 20% code off merchandise. Oh, my goodness. There's even more stuff that you can get that's <laughs> blank orientated. Um, there's also going to be a very exclusive Facebook group that people can interact with us and one another. And we can talk about the, all different things, but obviously we can talk about the various guests coming out. We might be able to, able to give you our, our patrons some special insights into what guests are coming on so that they can pitch some questions themselves. Exactly. Just another way we're trying to get our listeners really involved in the community and the making of blank uh, and then in the top tier there's going to be bonus episodes Charles. yeah and we're even going to do some director's commentary where we yes. tell you a little bit more about the the sort of things that have gone on when we've either gone to record with someone or that the process of recording the, the feelings we had on those days and just give you a little bit more insight into i guess what goes into making a podcast Indeed. So if all that sounds like the sort of thing you'd like to get on board with um, and you'd like to join our ever-expanding blank community and also help us keep making this podcast because your support through Patreon will help us keep making blank and we would really, really appreciate it because we love making this uh, this podcast and we want to keep doing it forever, essentially. Um, please do go to patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash blank podcast and sign up to whichever tier takes your fancy. I think talking about sort of being a bit more sort of candid, whenever I see posts on Twitter or Instagram or anywhere mm. of someone being really honest, like maybe they're having a really crap time or something's gone really badly and they're mm. really honest about it, mm-hmm. I always find that more relatable than anything. Mm. I, al- I always mm. think, oh, yeah, good for you. Like I, I'm actually more interested in that than fluff. We all, I mean, we all need fluff, but ideal in fluff. You know, fluff is my business. So that, I, I get it. But. If I see someone talking about... It happens on Twitter quite a lot. People being like, I've had a really, like, shit day today. Something, whatever. 
like really sort of like peeling the layers back and exposing themselves a bit. Mm. I always like it. I might not, and I, and I, and I often try and reply. I, often, I sometimes don't because I think they don't know who I. It's really hard. Cause I think I'm I'm no one to them. So what does my opinion matter? But on the flip side, it might be nice to get a nice comment from a stranger saying mm. it's all okay. Kind of thing. I don't know. I find that difficult. It's nice, man. But it's nice. I like it when people are open and honest on social media. I actually think it's it's more what it's what it's for. I think entertainment wise, it's good to have. Yes. funny stuff and whatever but, but actually when people are honest but it's the same in person if you go down the pub and like you're having a nice chat with your mates and everyone's being funny mm-hmm. great we all have a night out of that but when someone gets really like open and honest about something actually we love we, we love, love it that, that you feel that connection yes but you 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 remember that night where your mate said I'm, I'm having a really shit time actually and you had a good hour's chat more than all those other nights where you were just pissed and having a laugh those are great oh my but God, yes. you don't forget you don't forget that that deep connection when it happens. And we all, we all crave that, I think. Oh, God, we do. I mean, that just reminded me of... Um, so, before the pandemic, I was, like, notorious for, like, always getting into, like, um, Ubers and, like, having, like, mad conversations with, like, my Uber driver. So, like, I'd get in there and be like, oh, my God, I've just been dumped by my boyfriend. And then, like, they'd give me the advice. And, like, I'd always be, like, documenting it. And, like, again, and they'd be like, oh, like, you know, this happened to me, but you're going to be fine and all this kind of stuff. And it's... Yeah, oh, wow. honesty is just... Like, and sometimes actually I find being honest with strangers easier because you, they don't know you from a bar of soap. So like, they don't have any, like, you know, like our friends don't have amnesia. So if you're telling them like a situation, a reoccurring situation, they might be a bit like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And not give you the, you know, they might give you a response that's also like, it's, it might give you a response that basically their own emotion from the situation that's been happening. Whereas when, it, when, it's, when it's a stranger, they don't know you. So they're just giving yeah. you their genuine thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess, I mean, I would obviously not tweet like, oh, I've been dumped. But, or maybe I would actually. People do do that actually. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. they yeah. get, um, but yeah, I guess it's like also applying how we have these kind of brutally honest conversations in real life. And we always feel so better for it actually bringing that also onto social media but i guess it's also i guess it's because once it's on the internet it's like people could just screenshot it and then like you know on the internet it like is there forever so someone it's could like there, screenshot yeah. it and be like okay but you did say this because i screenshotted it and it's like oh yeah that's right whereas the, whereas the uber <laughs> driver you'll never see him again so it's fine well you might yeah but unlikely <laughs> depends how many stars you give him well, this is, I've actually got a really good rating. <laughs> yeah. I think I've got 4.3 or maybe 4.5. I don't, do you know what? I don't, I haven't used, since I sort of moved out of London, I've not used Uber as much and I don't know what my rating is. I think it's okay. Does it go down? Does it go down quite rapidly if you stop using I it? I think I've deleted it off my I think phone. So. It's I very expensive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Other companies are available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've not even got them deleted it. It's the surcharges. It's the surcharges on Uber. Outrageous. Like it's, it, you, it's very small when it comes up. Mm. And you're like, oh shit, I didn't notice that. And then you get the it's bill the next day. It's like thirty quid. And you're like, what? outrageous. Have you been? Yeah. Have you been sort of going out and stuff at the moment? I know we're sort of like easing out of lockdown, but have you been? going out for dinner or drinks or anything like that and because one thing I found kind of interesting is and I saw a tweet about this as well about how like it's nice to be outside and socializing again but you also feel like a bit homesick as well (laughs) it's a very weird feeling it's almost like I could be drinking this wine at home <laughs> like, and it's cheaper <laughs> like i have been yeah. doing for the last year 
Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I've not heard that. I mean, the only places I've been going to, we haven't been out for a meal or anything, but um, I've, my lo- I've got a local co- coffee shop that I frequent <laughs> quite a lot. And, say the name, um, Giles. Come on. Yeah. We say it every well, week. Backers, Backers Coffee Shop. Yeah. Yeah. We say it every <laughs> week. Um, and I go and sit. And actually, I've been sitting outside on, they've had some stalls outside, so I've been sitting outside. Oh, that's and, nice. That's been nice, actually, seeing, just seeing, like, and mm. seeing people. And, and actually, do you know what's been an amazing thing, actually, when I've said, I don't know if you've, Either of you have had this when you've seen people in the street. I've seen a, quite a few people, and I don't know if it's because they haven't seen anyone for a while, or they haven't seen me for a while, or whatever, or if I've just got one of those faces. But they, there's been about two or three people that have really let loose on some very sort of poignant and um, personal information <laughs> that they, or something they've gone through, and they've downloaded a little bit. Um, so again, I don't know if it's just because we've been all been cooped up, and it's a chance to kind of let let people know about what they've been going on in their lives. But I've had a, quite a few people download on me actually, just in the wow. street, you know, just in town. Yeah, you've got that download energy. Which is, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Take... That's another T-shirt. I've got download energy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm writing it down. <laughs> But no, but it's weird. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if that, if, if any, you know, if you guys have experienced that at all. But yeah, definitely, like, people have been really, like, honest mm. about, like, the, the shitty kind of things they've been going through mm. recently. And yeah, it's funny, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's kind of, I guess it's those social, those social interactions that we've missed so much, those mini social interactions. And I guess now lockdown is easing and you, I guess it's just, we're almost we've all been through the same thing at the same time so maybe it's also a way mm. of people bonding with you yeah. um yeah. in a way because it's like oh we've and they know that you will understand as well because yeah we've all we all went through this kind of whole universal we're still going through this mm-hmm. universal experience but yeah, yeah i've definitely had like people also i love that word download download <laughs> um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on me which and equally i've also downloaded on like people as well but i think it's just because mm. yeah we're, especially at the moment like we're still kind of going through the motion so we and mm. as cliche as it sounds you know this new normal that we're living in and how the world is going to change yeah. and stuff it's we're all just still trying to like make sense of actually what the hell we've been through over the past yeah, and then now how we're going to now operate in this new world and what does that look like and what does that mean? Because things are definitely going to change. Like, the world is definitely going to change. I mean, um, yeah. so, yeah, mm. there's just, like, there's lots to think about, I guess. And there were so many things I was not thinking about before the pandemic that I'm thinking about now, um, you know. So mm. I guess it's also been a time for reflection as well, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Um, in a way, it was lockdown. Obviously, was was a, not a good thing, mental health wise. But in for a lot of people, it was good. It was a good time for them to kind of tap into themselves a bit more. I don't know if you guys kind of felt like you. I guess because we were so busy with the distractions of life and like, especially like working in London and living that city life, that you can almost like distract yourself all the time. And then lockdown happened, and it was almost like you had to. Well, the three lockdowns happened, and it's almost like you had to confront yourself each time. Yeah. So we're also coming mm. at, we're also entering this new world, maybe potentially as different people. 
Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, also, it gives a, it gives a new sort of meaning to download festival, doesn't it? So, and I'm now thinking, like, there's yeah. loads of people telling each other sad wow. stories, like some sort of, like, sad yes. music in the background. Oh. I mean, I'd, I'd go to that. I haven't thought about down. Yeah. I'd go to download festival. That's alternative download festival, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just sharing our stories. That'd be great, actually. Yeah, um, we should yeah. start it. Let's start the alternative download festival. Oh, my festival. God, a thousand percent. Oh, I love it. <laughs> There could be at like a moment a, actually. There could be like no, a what? silent disco and stuff in there. Yes. Yeah, there'd be a mindfulness yes. tent. Yes. Um we'd have headspace tent. Yeah. Um yeah. Headspace is the headliner basically. <laughs> oh I love it. And some karaoke, because I feel like you just need to you need just a bit of, I don't know, like Shaka Khan, I'm Every Woman. Like, just, you need those belters. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you amazing. just, like, sing a song really loud, for sure you're, like, doing the hoovering, and you just feel, you just feel amazing. And you just need that kind of energy, karaoke energy. Is that your go, is that your yeah, go-to karaoke track? Yes. And um, Celine Dion, Because You Loved Me. I can't hit oh. the notes, but it's the fact that I'm trying. <laughs> I think that's, that's, do you know what I mean? Yeah. God loves a trier. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> what's Charles? What's yours? What's your go-to karaoke track? Oh, I've never thought about. I'm not this sure before. I have either. Um, but I think I think Jackie's right. Like you do, there are sometimes. Well, I'm trying to think what songs I think come on my. Maybe Mustang. 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 Really? Mustang. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because. Not. I'm not. I can't sing, but I think it's one of those songs that makes you feel like you yes, can. Yes, it does. Like, and you also want to hit. You want to get really deep with your throat, like Mustang. Yeah. 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 Mustang selling now, babe. You know. Like that kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, that's definitely happening at Download Festival as well. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Karaoke songs, karaoke songs, asterisks that we can't sing. Has yes. to be really clear. Yes. Yeah, yes including yes. notes you can't hear. That has to be part of the requisite. <laughs> what about you, Jim? What's oh, your. If you could pick any karaoke song, what's it going to be? I haven't done karaoke in such a long time. I can't. I feel like I used to have a karaoke song. I've never song. done. I have to say, I've never. Oh, it's so good. Anywhere. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, you know, obviously I've done it at home, like kind of like you're with the kids and stuff, but not, I've never performed in a public arena. Oh right. I, I have. Yeah, when we're allowed to, the three of us are going to karaoke. Let's, and we are too. <laughs> let's do it. We're taking like, to karaoke. I do, because I did hip-hop karaoke about 18 months ago, and it is quite scary, like, when mm. you're in front of other people, especially, mm. if like, if it's rapping and, like, you don't really know the words and you're doing it to a track and it's like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm literally not 50 cents. So like, why am I even trying to like do this? So did you have to, so were you doing a, a track, a, a, an already like, you know, a, 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 you had a backing yes. track of something or were you freestyling? No, I had a back, like, so I had a backing track okay. and a DJ and then he would count you in and then you can read the lyrics off the sheet, but you're in front of like a whole oh, okay. audience and they're all like clapping and he proper gives you, so what did you, what song did I do? What did you do? Um, yeah, I think I did. What did I do? Uh, I think I did Fifty Cent Candy Shop or something like that. Um, okay, and yeah, I was terrible. Like when my friend showed me the video, I was like, "Delete this now." Give <laughs> <laughs> karaoke. You're, you're supposed to be. That's not going on Instagram. <laughs> That's good Instagram content. You're, you're supposed to be bad at karaoke. That's uh, that's true. But that's I take it, Jim. I take it seriously. I'm one yeah. of those people where I'm a bit like, yeah. I want to do yeah. this properly. Like I feel like it's like I want 
it's like stars in your eyes for me. I'm like, it's, I'm ready. Matthew, I'm ready. You've got the outfit. You've got the outfit, to be fair. Yes. <laughs> Tonight, Matthew. Yes. Have you ever done, have you ever done rockaoke? It's where you do karaoke with a full band behind you. No. Oh, God, that sounds even more intimidating. I've, I've done it once, and it was at a work Christmas party for a... What did you sing? Well, then, I did Jim? a duet with my mate Jack, and we have we have a duet song that we always do at karaoke if the opportunity arises, and it hasn't for a long time. This is like five years ago. If the opportunity <laughs> arises, quick, Jack, get get the bit of paper, write that, that, write down what we're doing. Quick, get it in, get it into quickly. The karaoke we'll matter four hours early to make sure we can just get, get it in. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it, it was Jack's idea actually. He's he persuaded me to do it one time, and then we sort of did it. But this is in front of a band. But our, our song is. Um, Elton John and Kiki D don't go breaking my heart. Ah, oh, uh, well, good. Yeah, it lends yeah. itself well to sort of do the two parts. And who's who's Elton and who's Kiki? I'm normally Kiki, to be fair. Okay. Oh, um, but we, we flip it, we flip it, we flip it. But um, yeah, that's our that's our go to. But, but we did this rock at Oki in front of our colleagues at the work Christmas party. I want to say like four or five years ago, and we weren't very good, but we felt like rock stars. The audience were loving it because wow. they like it when you sort of go. I think you go out of your comfort. Or you go out of their comfort zone, because I'm actually a performer, so I'm very happy to be centre of attention. I don't care. But it's, it's not something they wouldn't do. Then mm. they think, oh, fair play to you. And like, we just, people loved it. We were treated like rock stars for about half an hour until someone else went on and did better. <laughs> but even so, like, yeah. it was... Uh, they did the same did song, the same but, song it but it was But it was actually Elton John that turned up. No. Um, <laughs> that's, how, that's, how, that's how you do it. But yeah, it was... Uh, it was a lot of fun. Man, but that was, that was back in the days that you could... I don't think we'll be able to do karaoke for a while. It probably won't be a thing um, we can do. I know. Because, yeah, I suppose, yeah, being in, like, a kind of... Especially if yeah. you're doing it in a small room as well. Yeah. It's, like, just not... And you're literally, yeah. like, breathing on... Sing, singing is See, one of the things that you won't be able to do. do. I want to do the karaoke booth oh, type style great. thing. If I'm going to do oh, it. Oh, yeah, that is good. Yeah, You know, a bunch of people that you kind yeah. of know yeah. um, or, or know well. Well, they could you be in your bubble because then you could... Yeah, then actually that would work because then you could all be... Yeah. Yeah, together and tested and stuff. The poor karaoke industry. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't even think about them. No one ever. No one ever I did not even them. think about them. Oh yeah, it's true. Poor guys. Poor guys. Uh, they should, could so you hire karaoke equipment? I'm so sorry that I've really derailed this with karaoke chat. But I could. Could well, you could get Wii. You oh, can yeah. get Wii like rock. You can yeah, get but like, I think like um, karaoke industry. Guitar hero and sing. Think about like karaoke you? people. Can we support that? Oh, no, yeah, but Sophie Ellis Baxter was doing loads of... She was doing some karaoke stuff, wasn't she, with her kids? Yeah. She was. She was yeah. killing it. She yeah. was killing it. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. Karaoke, I just think, sing. is just... Great. Oh, she can sing. <laughs> it's just so fun. And also, like, I guess the whole point is no one is supposed to sound that good anyway. Yeah. So that kind of makes it easier. And I think yeah. that, like, it's a chance to feel like a superstar as well. Like, we're not all going to be Elton John, Beyonce, Cindy Dion, so... Might as well fake it till you make it, really. Whilst you can. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, that, I mean, fake it till you make it is literally a the theme of this podcast. That comes up so often. It's <laughs> like idea of sort of winging it in life in general. Definitely in karaoke, it's like yes. 100% a thing. But I think in life in general, we're all sort of faking it a bit, mm. aren't we? Till we make yeah. it, really. Or feel like it, anyway. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? When I was younger, I always used to, like ask my parents because I would always be like why 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 like, ask them loads of questions and they'd always be like because why has a long tail so mm. ask me questions and I used to say to my <laughs> my um my parents like how do you know just like what to do like how do you know like how to just like exist like and they're like oh I don't know and then I never felt satisfied with that answer but then now like as an adult I'm literally like they 
literally everybody's winging it like there's no manual there's no book that everyone reads that tells us like how to live life like everyone is just Mm. and I think that makes like me feel a lot calmer because we are all on the same boat like it never feels like we are because people might be in high positions etc but (coughs) even the people in Mm. high positions are still winging it too they might just yeah. be winging it a bit better than some of us. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's kind of... And I think that's like a nice... It's, it's a nice feeling knowing that everyone is just making making shit up. Yeah. Like... like no one mm, ever tells you what absolutely. an immersion heater is. No, you know what I mean? Like, just, just, fuck's sake. <laughs> does, the, does the plumber even know, or the electrician <laughs> even know properly? He, um, hang on, let me close the window. Let me close I hope the win- so. You hope he, so. Let me close the window. <laughs> you hope he, so. Uh, he, they're also here. I'm saying quietly. He's really nice. He's a really nice guy. But Is it underfloor <laughs> heating? No, so they're doing no, so they're putting a couple of jobs, putting an immersion heater in as a as a backup because we've got a gas boiler and it's gone a bit it's gone a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got a ca- building a cabin in the garden. I'm sort of looking at it now, and they're putting internet into the cabin, so I can get out of here. This can become our daughter's bedroom, and we can actually use that as an office. But I said to him like, How, "What's the best printer? Is that Ethernet cable?" And he was like, "Yeah, put an Ethernet cable down, I guess so." But he said, "But to be fair, I'm not an expert." I was like. You're literally an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the two of us here, you are the expert, mate, by some way. I just thought that was hilarious. So I thought, yeah, I'll try it. I was like, who else am I going to get? He's winging it. He's winging it. He's winging it. To be honest, it looks... He's winging it. For what I can see, it looks like they're doing an okay job, so it looks fine. But I just thought that was really funny that even someone qualified like that was like... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yes. Jackie, did... Obviously, you've gone into, you know, the work that you're doing now, being a freelance creative and a, and a presenter and a writer. Was was that something that you always kind of thought you'd go into? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was. It was. I think I didn't realise I would be talking about... So, I went to uni, uh, I studied broadcast journalism at Nottingham mm. Trent, and then I worked in TV for a while, like, behind the scenes. And then uh, I worked on, like, magazine shows, like, Jeremy Vine and The Right Stuff and stuff. And then, like... I realised that, like, I was working on shows where, you know, the hosts have a voice and a platform. And I was thinking, well, I've got a voice. Like, I want to use it. Um, So then that's when I started kind of my podcast. And then I started writing for the Metro because I I always had a blog growing up. I've always had a blog and I've always written. Um, And Mm. then, yeah, I guess my whole mantra in life is essentially is I kind of want to open and create conversations that like people don't really feel confident talking about like I don't mind talking about like all types of stuff if it means that like I can help other people feel confident in themselves so um yeah I always knew I wanted to help people first and then whether that's through talking about boobs or whatever that is as long as you know I'm making and helping people feel like the best version of themselves then that's like then I think I'm I'm good with that so yeah um Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I love it. I love it. I think that's really important because I think, though, like, there are lots of hard subjects that people do want to talk about, mm. but they often do need someone like yourself to just kind of, like, take their hand a little bit, I guess, and just yeah. make them realise... Like it's so it's okay, but we are brought up in a sort of society that makes us, I think, feel like a lot of subjects are taboo and right. that it's not okay to talk about them. But actually, we all benefit. We all benefit when we all talk about those slightly awkward things. A thousand percent. They shouldn't be. No, and so many of these things like affect us. And I guess I 
great. So my dad is a vicar, so I like you know grew up in the church and like there were so many like don't do this and you can't do that and, da, 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 da. and I was thinking life cannot just be full of restrictions like I just refuse to believe there's this many restrictions so of course it's like it made me naturally curious and so you know I think it's important that like you know we I think we're now living in a society where I think people are becoming more open about things you know especially yeah. when in regards to women we've still got a long way to go but I think it's really important yeah. like if we have a voice we should use it and uplift and amplify other people um and I just think that like I mean I love talking about boobs and I could talk about boobs forever like I just think <laughs> boobs, do you know what boobs are a great way to talk about different things like it, it starts yeah. with boobs but it could take yeah. you somewhere else because it's all about vulnerability and I think if you're vulnerable with people they'll be vulnerable with you so yeah. it's just like starting that yeah and a lot of people just they want to talk about these things but they don't feel empowered or they don't feel confident enough to speak about it um and that's what I try and do really just kind of get that my dad like doesn't he's like sometimes he reads my articles and he's like why and I'm like because <laughs> because <laughs> he's like I'm not sharing this one because he said this and I'm like all right then all right then dad <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, yeah. Be, yeah. Not going to include that in this week's sermon. <laughs> um, well, pastors' kids are the worst. That's what they say, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, have you always been fairly positive about your body? I mean, because you feel, you know, obviously you talk about body mm-hmm. positivity quite a lot. Um, is that something you've come to, or? Um, or, or have you always been fairly positive about the way some, you are and the way you look? It's something I've come to. So when I was growing up, so when I was about 11 years old, I basically, like, legit woke up and I just had, like, massive boobs. And I was like, what is going on? Like, where did these come from? It was literally <laughs> like, zing, they just, like, arrived. And so, like, I spent, like, a lot of my teenage years being really insecure because I was, like, I felt like... I was a young woman, but I felt like I was seen as almost like a sexual object because I had big boobs. And it really confused me because I was a bit like, um, I felt super over-sexualized, but then I didn't necessarily feel like empowered sexually. So I, it, I just went on this kind of really weird journey trying to sort of figure out like what I am and what makes me tick. So I went through that till I was about maybe like 18 years old from, yeah, from when I was about 11. So quite a long way, especially like mm. that was during a time when like, you know, diet culture and like thin, being thin was the ideal. So I'd always struggled with just like fitting in. Um, and then I guess when I turned about 18, 19, when I went to university, um, I kind of wanted to write about my relationship with my body so this was before this wasn't really at a time where we were talking about body positivity but because I had big boobs I always felt different to other people so I thought well I can't be the only person with big boobs like I should write about it so I'd always write about it on my blog and then it just so happens and then obviously my podcast Jackie Big Tits but then it so happens that I guess we're living in a culture where people well body positivity has now come back it's almost like a buzzword now so it's Mm -hmm. almost like everything's aligned quite nicely because I was always talking about this but now this is kind of where we're at so it's great but I wasn't always um it took me a while to get to the place that I am now um and I guess loving yourself and loving your body is a journey I don't think anyone wakes up and is like oh my god I've got the best body on earth no one can say anything to me because everybody has you know we have on and off days of our body and that's okay and like that's what I have of my body so um yeah, I guess for me, it's just like normalising the feeling of body neutrality where like you don't always have to feel like you 
you don't always have to like be like in love with your body all the time like it's okay to not um but it's also amazing Mm. if you do um because i think it's just like a yeah it's a journey um that we're all on so yeah i didn't basically in the words of beyonce i didn't wake up like this (laughs) i just (laughs) i I didn't wake up like this but like but yeah but i got here i'm i'm on i'm in a good space so and that's the main thing and also like what we consume as well because of instagram which i think is a good thing in terms of you can choose what you consume so now you can you know choose to follow people who look like you or are similar to you or in fact who are completely Mm. different from you that can challenge your own worldview so now we've got a bit more range um which i think is great because it's also an opportunity for me to learn about you know people who are like trans or disabled and the issues that they face and like Mm. how i can also like be a better ally for them so um yeah because it's bigger than me it's society I, I think I think sort of describing it as a journey is such a is such a perfect way, and and we can all be on journeys for different different reasons. I mean, in a way, we're all on multiple journeys, really, aren't we? Yes. Like journey, journeys with our bodies, hundred percent. But journeys are sort of, as you say, learning about the rest of society. Journeys about learning about other people. Journeys about learning about our mind as well as our yes. bodies. Like I think we're all on about ten, twelve, oh, unlimited journeys. And, and well, like, firstly, that can be quite tiring to mm. try understand that and appreciate that. But I think it is quite empowering to realise that you are not, you're not standing still. Like you're not in this one moment where you're like, okay, well, this is me. Like you are constantly on a place where you can improve. Yes. Um, I think that is quite, it's, it's quite a relief to realise that, I think. And if there are things about you you don't like, you're still on the journey and you can, yes. you can work on them. I didn't say improve, but uh, th- th- I think that's, maybe a bit dangerous word you can work on them until you yes. get to a place where you are happier um and also the fact we're all on it is you know yeah. you see someone and you think oh man they're smashing it and they're probably on their own journey thinking oh, exactly where am i am i doing okay or oh, i'm probably faking it kind of thing like it's all we're mm. all actually kind of struggling with the same kind of things and to be honest, that's what we've learned in this podcast people come mm. on and we realize we're all we're all on these journeys but i just i just think I thought you yeah. used a really important word that I think using the word journey, I think is a perfect way to describe all these things we feel. Yeah. And this is a comparison. Like, you know, we definitely live in a comparison culture and, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. So we are, I feel like I've been dropping loads of quotes. Like I'm a pastor. Or something. <laughs> Honestly, like, oh, so are. many t-shirts yeah. are in the works. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. I think, yeah, again, you're so right there, Jim, about, comparing ourselves and like looking at people and again social media plays a massive part because we see the highlight reels of people's lives we think oh my god they're doing this and they're doing that and what am i doing i've just all i've done is make a coffee today i've not done anything i'm a failure (laughs) you know i get like what am i doing with my life moments about three times a week like i'll wake up and be like so what am i actually doing with my life and like sometimes you just have to reset yourself and be like you're actually doing loads but because we don't see outside ourselves it's so hard to like look at yourself from the inside and be like oh i'm doing really really well because i yeah. feel like it's just mm. we're just so hard on ourselves but then you get like your friends your family being like oh my god you're amazing you're doing this and that but you almost can't see it and mm. it's also yeah. i guess like we are we are chasing i guess i don't know whether we're chasing happiness or we're chasing success whatever that is but it's also just trying to like remember like the kind of milestones and achievements that we do along the way like remembering mm. the moments and the things that we've accomplished and all the things that like you've written down that you want to, to achieve and you've achieved it's also like celebrating those like 
moments and they're not tiny moments they're massive moments without also comparing yourself to other people um but I guess it's hard because you know you'll like be really happy with yourself and be like oh I've done this and then you go on Instagram and someone's like done that and it's like oh well, that's what yeah. I want to do and now I'm really yeah, upset exactly. now I'm ordering yeah. wine because mm. I'm upset <laughs> it's kind of it's so hard it's, it's about we need to be more centered I guess like I'm it's definitely something that I'm mm. also trying to like work out with myself and like how I can actually be like well done Jackie I mean, like, well done, like, well done for that. Like, you know, be really proud of yourself. Like, treat yourself. Because sometimes yeah. it's like, all right, I've done this. On to the next. Yeah, and you yeah, like yeah. forget. You forget to, like, especially as a creative, you forget to like. And also as a creative, you don't really get people tapping you on the back, going, "Well done." Here you go. Here's a pay rise. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, pay, pay what? Yeah. Pay, pay what? Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I need to actually chase that invoice. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 We're always on to the next yeah. hustle, aren't we? That's the thing. Um, I mean, I call it compare and despair mm. because you get that. that That's a really good one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Throw that one down. Yeah, add that to the list. Bosh. Yeah, Cause, yeah, because it is. It is. You, we do despair in those moments when mm. we're seeing everybody else doing really well, and like you say, it's exacerbated massively by um, by social media. Um, but we, uh, it's something that you know I've, I've learned long ways. Like you got to try and enjoy. Yes. The journey. It's not about yes. the end thing. It's not about the thing you, you you get at the end. It is about enjoying the journey through it and enjoy the process of what you're doing. And I think that helps sometimes me to to, to reevaluate where mm. I'm at and what I'm doing. Like I think, well, you know, I'm actually doing a podcast now. I'm actually, Yay. you know, this is amazing. Mm. I'm I'm sitting here talking to you. This is fantastic, and this is kind yeah. of my job. And so that is, you know, wow. You know, I could be, you know, doing something far worse. Um, so. It's having those little moments of realization yes. and, and enjoying being and be, you know it's a cliche to say it now because we say it all the time, but being present and being in the moment a bit more and realizing yes. that you know things are things can be pretty. Good. I wanted to ask: Do you both feel content with where you are right now in your lives? Do you feel like I am? You're content. Mm. Okay. I do actually. Uh, I don't Jim, know. you're shaking your head. Jim's not, so, uh, well, Jim's I'm not shaking sure. and nodding because, like, there are there are elements in my life I'm I'm incredibly happy with. Like, I'm married to my best friend. Oh. We've got an incredible daughter who gives us joy every day when, when she sleeps. Um, <laughs> we live in a we live in a nice part of the world. We've got a nice house. And we've got a garden which I've massively appreciated during lockdown. Like, there are loads. I'm really happy with that. Mm-hmm. All my all my anxieties and worries come from work. I don't feel like I am progressing in the right way, and mm-hmm. that's just and it's. I'm in an industry that's incredibly easy to compare yourself to, as sure. you know, as you were saying, and it's uh, it's an industry with a lot of rejection, and it, it is. They say like, don't take rejection personally, but I work in an industry where like it is 100 percent is personal. <laughs> so you, but you have to kind of like be okay with that and be like, you just you ain't their cup of tea, mate, and that's and that's fine. But that is that is difficult. Um, mm. So sort of yes and no. Well, I guess when you're on a when you're on a stage, you're getting rejection. Yeah, or other stuff. Like, you know, yeah. In the moment, the moment of you're doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It would be like us sitting here now, and Jackie either not talking to us, <laughs> or um, <laughs> looking at her phone, or um, or just turning the zoom off. <laughs> um, I guess it, there's a compa- I guess that would be the com- the comparison I'm yeah. is the correct one. But I guess when you're doing a stand up. Sh- Slot or something. I, don't, I, I sort of don't mind when stand up goes badly. I guess like it's worse when people are not listening. I don't mind if you like you tell a joke and it sort of falls flat. Like that's mm-hmm. part of the craft, I guess. But it's the other aspects of life that's just there's just 
Ah, I don't know. When you feel like you're not progressing, if you feel like you're not, because mm. I'm constantly pitching, constantly like trying to like as the hustle was just said, like trying to get mm. this work and stuff. And when you don't hit back, or someone says, mm-hmm. "Now we haven't got the budget for that," which normally translates as "We don't want you," and or you just don't hear anything, and mm-hmm. you're just constantly like in this like vacuum of nothing, and it's just mm. it's pretty. Di- it really can be soul destroying sometimes. But you just you got to sort of like put your head down right? and crack on. It is relentless, completely. Yeah, and it's relentlessly. It is, yeah difficult or it's relentless rejection but i don't know it's 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 hard but the you guys sort of talk about the comparison thing mm. made me think of something recently that happened to me and it's more it's more like a, it's more a perspective thing which, which i hope is kind of applicable to sort of what we're saying but like i so i i've got a youtube channel and i re, and i back in like september or october last year i mm-hmm. passed a hundred thousand subscribers and i remember Amazing. thinking like yeah i remember thinking like oh cool. yeah i was like yeah cool but also don't overdo it, Jim. Like, don't, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you guys get that. You do, you do something that's like a, like a milestone that is worth celebrating, but you kind of think, I don't want to be seen to be sort of showing off. So I was just like, okay, cool. Thanks, everyone. And then I know, this, know a few other YouTubers and sort of know this other one guy. And he live streamed getting to 100,000 subscribers. And he had a big party and his wife was there and he was crying in, on her shoulder with, with like mm. joy. And, and my initial reaction was, it's a bit much, isn't it? And then I thought about it. I thought, no, actually, like, f- fair play to him. You react however you want to react. And maybe I actually mm. was too understated. And actually, I should have been... Maybe actually my followers mm-hmm. would have liked me to cry on a live stream. I don't know. Maybe maybe not because it's not me. But I just thought, like, did I sort of just, like, take the joy out of that moment for the sake of not coming across as as boss, as boss um, show-off-y? I don't know. It was just really interesting. Ah. That, com- that not comparison off, you with just... someone else... You saw, is it, but that's interesting. That you saw it as being mm. showing off, as opposed to just a celebration of I your was achievement. Just like, cool, because there's a quite a big difference between like saying I'm showing off about yeah. this, or or my actually celebrating yeah. what yeah. I've achieved. Well, I wonder which if, I think is yeah. probably the better way of totally. It, I worry that it might come across as the 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 latter, the former, the latter. I, that's I, interesting. I, yeah. I don't know if you guys don't know. No, I think I think that's that. really interesting because I guess like that goes back to like celebrating like why we should celebrate these like achievements and these like milestones like and i guess that because we're so hard on you're probably like so hard on yourself that you think oh like just okay great anyway on to the next but actually that was a moment for you probably to like soak in and you can still soak it in like it doesn't like even if you wanted to do a like celebration party Way. I've got the, the play button. I'm going to do like a special like opening video. Oh, unboxing, amazing. they call it unboxing. unboxing. So I haven't done it yet. Yeah, but that's big apparently on YouTube. They oh, love people love it. So I'm going to. See, that. that's amazing. Yeah. So that I can maybe celebrate that a little bit more there. But even then, I want to. Don't know. Do something but, funny about but it. But also, if it doesn't feel natural for you to like, I don't know, be like, yeah, yeah. super like overly energetic about like getting a hundred thousand subscribers then if that's not your thing then that's okay you have your own way of celebrating your achievements and that's fine i mean um but yeah i guess like it's a it's a wicked achievement and like you know you gotta toot your you know you gotta toot your horn and (laughs) like beep beep do you know what i mean like (laughs) let the whole world know that like you've got a hundred thousand subscribers like do you know what i mean yeah yeah like also because yeah i think that's that's fair Sorry, Jackie. Yeah, I was going to say, even if you don't want to make a like a song and dance as such about it, or, or a karaoke evening about it, um, you could you can still sort of say, "Here's my look. Here's my thing from YouTube. Thank you so much yeah. for continuing mm-hmm. to support the, and subscribe." The thing about my that is, my channel. YouTube channel has got 
parody songs on it. So I literally do song and dances. That is literally the channel. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's what I have to. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to do a song and dance about it. Um, no, I think I think you're right, Jackie. Like it's you sort of deep down know what is what is your thing or what yes. feels comfortable. But, but I guess I was feeling guilty about feeling what was right for me. I guess I don't know. I was feeling guilty about feeling guilty about feeling mm. ostentatious like when actually i guess it's okay for me just to be me i don't know it's hard everything we do online is so comparative oh my and you, God. And you, you know, see other person think, oh i should be doing it like that but yes i don't know do you know what it is is i think we also live in a personality driven kind of like world now because of like youtube because of like all the social medias that it's almost like you, did you feel because I've felt like this but I know that I'm not that way but you feel the need to almost be even more extra or even more out there because obviously mm-hmm. you're seeing all these like mm-hmm. influencers and all these personalities doing really well for having these out there personalities so you almost feel like oh should I be like doing that or giving it a bit more but actually like that may be natural to them and that's fine because yeah. that's their thing but like if that's not natural to you the people who actually like your content will be like Jim nah what are you doing like this isn't you so it's like also i guess you know as cliche as it sounds also about staying like authentic and true to you like you know like what your like your vibe and like just that's what you should do and like you don't have to like be like crying being like guys i just want to say i want to thank my mom and my dad you don't even have to be like some people do it and it's like fine but like you know yeah just you just do what works for you you know even if it's whatever that looks like you know but as long as you're celebrating yourself that's the main thing yeah i think that's really good advice i think that's really true and i guess that can be applied to everything Mm. you know not just like youtube stuff but like whatever you do you if you've got a following it's because people like you the essence of you the essence of you that sounds like a hallmark movie the essence (laughs) of you um but, <laughs> have a t-shirt now <laughs> starring that one lady that's in all the hallmarks <laughs> i can't remember what her name is lacey chevet that's what her name is why do i know that jim it's us again and uh we've got some big news we have indeed uh Giles. I can't believe I'm saying this. We've written a book, a book about blank moments based on this very podcast. Yeah, we've been recording this podcast for a while now. And as we've been doing, we've realised that everyone has these difficult blank moments. All our wonderful guests that we have on the podcast and our listeners get in touch with us all the time to tell us about their own situations, their own experiences of blank moments. And sometimes that can be from a personal life, from their career, the relationships they're in, or maybe it's a public situation. Yeah, I mean, it really, it's one of those terms that can be applied to anything. Social anxiety, imposter syndrome, just sort of generally being off form, having an identity crisis. I mean, it's all part of the human condition. And yet we all get thrown off from time to time and sort of made to feel a bit helpless yeah so the book is made up of all these different chapters that sort of concentrate on these various themes that come up in the pod so whether it's uh, public failure social anxiety fear mental health grief 
all the things that our amazing guests have talked about on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, and those guests include Louis Theroux, David Harbour, Reg D. Hunter, Dawn French, Rachel Paris, Amanda Abington, John Ronson, Rufus Sewell, Gary Lineker, all these people that really opened up to us about these difficult moments. And what we've done is we've dived into them, um, explained how we relate to them, talked a little bit about our own experiences and almost gone on a journey of this discovering blank moments and how they've helped us. And we hopefully we take the reader on a journey with us. Yeah, there's loads of stuff in there for everybody, I think. It's a bit memoir, it's a bit self-help, and there's lots of interactive bits in there as well, so you can do your own gratitude list, and there's tips on uh, if you're having sleeping problems. So all different things that you can take out of the book. And where can people get hold of this book, Jim? Right now, from Amazon, waterstones.com, and hive.co.uk. Yeah, it's, I'm really looking forward to everyone getting their hands on it, and uh, hopefully lots of people will be able to identify their own blank moments. And you never know what you might find out. It's just hard, isn't it? It's just hard because you watch yourself back sometimes and you think, do people like that? Mm. <laughs> do you know what? Really like that? Jim, oh, okay. I've got the utmost respect for you because I did a stand-up comedy course last year just for fun. Yeah. And oh my goodness, it's hard. Like, Which it's course re- was it? It was Soho. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Soho Comedy Theatre, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was really, I really enjoyed it. But, like, wow, you know, it's it's a relentless industry, you know, and, like, coming up with ideas and, like, even just, like, having a stage presence and, like, how you tell your jokes and all this kind of stuff. I was like, wow, like, this is, this is hard work. Um, it, and yeah. they were sort of saying, you know, like, not everybody makes it. And I was, I was like, oh, wow, okay. Like, this is really, yeah, it's like, and like, you know, you work for free for a lot and you do this and you do that and you stay in smelly hotels. And you, I was just like, wow, this is like a full on. Um, I actually only did it because I wanted to just kind of like build on like my presenting skills just to kind of yeah. get, you know what I mean? But then, yeah. like, even when we'd have to do performances, I'd be like, couldn't sleep the night before, like, having like sweats, like, <laughs> Like, what people yeah. laugh at my jokes? Like, what people yeah. are like, this isn't funny. So, like, yeah. how you do it, I'm like, respect. Because, yeah, it's, you've... Yeah, you must have, like, a, a lot of confidence to do that. Yeah. Maybe, Next I, level I, confidence. Yeah. It's funny you say that, because I don't feel like I do, but... but, but. The, when you describe it that way, I think, oh, yeah, I I'm, I'm, must do to some element. Yeah, must do to some kind of degree. But I get the sweats, I'd say, five nights before a gig, to, to be honest. Um, oh. Which actually sounds disgusting, doesn't it? Um, no, but I, I, I understand uh, yeah. that, that sort of pre, that pre-gig. Uh, you might need to go see your GP. <laughs> now, to I think, yeah. <laughs> I need to get that checked out, actually. Um, no, that, that, that pre-gig nervousness doesn't ever go. It doesn't disappear. Like It's always, it's always there, and you no. sort of play on it, actually, as part of your on-stage adrenaline, and actually it becomes part of... Who it keeps you on your toes, actually. But um, that's amazing. I actually just did, remembered. Did the course? Sorry, oh, go, go ahead. Well, did the course work? Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it help with your presenting and stuff like that? Do you yeah, was it, beneficial? it did. It did. Yeah, like it just kind of like just how I tell stories and stuff, like just how to be more engaging and just like just be more entertaining as well like just like how I am on stage and things like that and it really really helped it was great and actually um one thing that happened to me when I was on that course because it was on zoom and um I actually 
got caught on the toilet on Zoom at the, <laughs> at the, on the at one of the sessions. It was honestly, I had to write about it because you know when something's so embarrassing that it's yeah. almost like I just need everybody to know so that it's out there and yeah. like I can move on with my life. Yeah. Um, but luckily, I was grateful. It was just in front of them, like they're like they're all like aspiring comedians. So it was like it wasn't like a work Zoom meeting. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have died. Um, but yeah, I got caught on the toilet on Zoom, and it was just absolutely mental but you know what that was also good for my confidence because now I was like you know what now my confidence is unshakable because that is like being caught on the loo is like such a vulnerable moment and now I'm like now I'm like you know nothing can rock me I mean even the queen did you know even the queen when she uses she's got a specific loo that she uses when she's out and about in the city she even has like someone outside the toilet door and they even change her toilet seat as well like being on the toilet is I don't I went on a London loo tour don't ask um, <laughs> that sounds amazing that sounds incredible so she's got Yes. She's got one toilet that yes. she uses. Yes. And it's somewhere so it, in London. Yes, yeah, so I think it's Monument. Um, and there's actually a lamp there near that, near where that toilet is that's actually powered by poo. It's like, honestly, you need to go on this tour. It's great. We, I have to go on this tour. That's incredible. It's so Powered great. by the Queen's poo. <laughs> I'm not, well, it's not powered by the Queen's poo, but it's powered by, I, I guess, our poo. But, I was going to say, does she take a lot wow. of trips down there? I've got suddenly way more respect for her. <laughs> the lights flickering. <laughs> Liz, come quick. on. Quick, call it. Get Your Majesty, come we're on. desperate. The lights, the lights of London, London are going out on as we speak. It's honestly <laughs> yeah. such a good tour. The woman walks around with a toilet plunger in the air like that, and oh, you follow amazing. her around, oh, and it's God. just incredible. Like, Yeah, so I know exactly where, when the Queen's in town, I know exactly the loo she stops off at. Like it's great, That's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. So and it's just for her. It's not just available for her. to the public. No, yeah. no, no. And like they change her toilet seat every single time because they don't want anyone to like take the toilet seat and sell it on eBay or something. So yeah, fair. That's a very niche. That's a very niche. Um, how much do you think that would? How much auction. do you think you would pay for the Queen's toilet seat? I think a lot. Yeah. A lot. Oh. Yeah. But soiled, that, but soiled more. even more. Wow, that's mm. disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the pot doesn't yeah. normally go in this, in this direction. <laughs> Americans, Sorry, it's me. It's me. <laughs> no, well, no, Charles said soiled. Charles said soiled. That's on him. Um, <laughs> I said, Americans love the royal. Americans, an American would would pay a lot for that toilet. They love the royal family. They are. There is. Because yeah. I think we sort of tolerate the royal family, but like I think yeah. they, <laughs> yeah. there's a next level of. I guess with... they don't have they don't have royalty, do they? They've just no. got no. celebrities, I suppose. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I guess yeah. And what about mm. you, Jackie? You you asked you sort of posed the question to us whether we were content. Yes. Are you content? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Am I content? <laughs> Okay, no. So, no, I'm not. Because I'm always, and this is something that I'm working on, I guess, is I almost, like, won't even allow myself to be content because I feel like it may make me lazy. So I'm always like, what, like, I need more. Like, I want to do... Mm-hmm. So I've had places of contentment um, before, but I haven't had them those moments for a long time. I think it's because also... Um, I'm working on lots of projects at the moment that are like quite bitty. 
So, mm. like, nothing's final. So, you know, when things are bitty, you're sort of excited, but you're almost like, is this going to happen? You yeah. know what I mean? Is it going to happen? I don't know. Yeah. So then when it's actually happening, then it's like, oh, I'm content. But when things are bitty, I'm a bit like... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I guess... Um, but in terms of, like, I guess my personal life, uh, because I guess, you know what I think we do a lot as creatives is we tie our self-esteem to our work, the work that we 100%. do. hundred percent. And we forget about yeah. like, oh, I'm actually a really good sister or I'm actually a really caring person. Or I'm at, we forget about those things, but we're almost like, oh my God, like what, who even am I? What am I doing in my life? Because work's not, because, and actually it reminds me of Jim when you were talking about the fact that like, you know, you've married your best friend and you have mm. a daughter and you have like, these are actually amazing things that like people want and people are probably searching for. And sometimes like, yeah, we focus so much on, and it's hard to not focus on your career, but sometimes we focus so much on like a career and like where it's going yeah. or if it's moving and like actually mm. f- almost like n- forgetting that like, wow, like we actually have, you know, like I have a lovely relationship or I live in a nice house or I have a garden and all these things. So I'm kind of content in those areas, but I'm trying to separate the two so that like I can kind of like that my I'm trying to also build a relationship with my career where I'm not using it as like if it's not going so well that then Mm. I then feel like a terrible person because it's not Mm. going so well it's also trying to like almost because we can have toxic relationships with our careers can't we so it's also trying to like change that but I would say yeah I'm content in my kind of personal life but I think I have a problem with me when it comes to contentment it's like I worry that, like, if I get content, then it might make me lazy. So, yeah, it's very, it's quite weird. Um, uh, yeah, I understand I that. Yeah. You could, yeah, you could say when you're content, it's taken away from the. Oh, Jones, yeah. maybe. we've got um, enough t-shirts, mate. Um, this is honestly <laughs> wow. Like Giles, yes. You should work in marketing or something, mate. You wasted so good. talent. Oh, gre- greeting, greeting cards, maybe. But yeah, no. But I think that just that just came to me. Um, Other but, yeah, companies are no, but true. That, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just thought that, that you know those obviously those words um, very similar, but you, it does mm. in a way. Uh, and I think that's that's like in some ways not yes. a bad thing to be in you know to to not be content in what you're doing you know what you want to keep striving and going for and moving forwards part of the journey again uh but then at the same time, yes, I think you, we don't need to put so much of an mm. onus on our mm. lives being work related I think you know it's there's a bigger picture going, and obviously what is you know you don't um, it's that thing like live to work work to live like work's obviously very important, but actually our general well-being is made up of yes. other things, you know, our friendships yeah. and our yeah. our relationships with other people and, and you know, whatever we we have outside of work is all, also the mo- probably the most important thing. So, yeah. Yes. Um, this has been like therapy. <laughs> <laughs> we say that most weeks as well. We feel like we get sort of free therapy. Um <laughs> I'm like, wow, I should be like, you guys should be like invoicing me. This is great. I mean, this is such, (laughs) this is honestly just, yeah, such a refreshing conversation, actually. Um, Because life is, life and people are complex. And there's so many, like, we're all trying to figure stuff out. So it's actually, um, yeah, it's so refreshing to have this conversation. And I was actually thinking, Jazz, as you were speaking, what would be a good word Instead of content, mm. what would be a, another word to use where you're sort of like, blah, but happy? 
Do you know what I mean? Like, what is, like, I'm just, I'm just trying to think of what's a word that I can make up mm. that, like, I'm like, I'm not content, but I'm, like, blur, but, but happy. So I'm going to, like, find my own word. And, right. like, I'm, just, I'm, just writing, I'm just writing down blur, but happy for a T-shirt as well. Blur, <laughs> blur, but happy, yeah. That actually is very, very good. Uh, blur, can but I, while, happy. While I don't know. Better, can, I, can I give you... A, it's a good slogan to take that I was while. thinking about while Giles was talking, which Ooh. I've written down, but now I've written it down. I think it's we terrible. Just, we I just, think it's terrible. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we just, like, well, it sounds like we've just gone into some sort of um, work brand <laughs> meeting and we're just coming up with slogans. Maybe this is what we're all meant to do. You know? uh, Maybe we're all uh, actually... This is what it's our purpose in life. This is either really good or really bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but go ahead. We'll see. Um, be content with your content. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. that. Yeah, is that does that pass the test? I'm, I'm not I, sure I if like that's really that. bad or really good. I like that because I feel like it's almost, it's almost like a lyric, it's like not in a song. Far off. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's like be content <laughs> with your content. Oh, it's even like a, I think it's even a hip hop beat like this. <laughs> <laughs> right, next karaoke night, you're singing. You're singing. That. <laughs> you're a lyricist. Oh, Oh, man, I didn't even know. Oh, my God. Oh, I quite like that. Oh, I need to think there we of go. one for my... Do you know what one of my favourite <laughs> quotes of all time is? Because I love quotes. Is... The bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. Oh. Oh, that, <laughs> that is, is nice. Lovely. That. I, I, I feel like that should be on a poster with, like, a nice rainbow in the background or a nice yes. waterfall or something. Yes. That's... That's lovely. It's very true, actually, as it's well. It's very true. It's, it, do you know what? When I first had it, it hit me where it hurt. I was like, okay, this is wow. We really are in charge of, like, yeah, it's true. our lives. It's true. God, yeah, it's true. So uh, I, I thought of the word mayor and, and what that means with regards to mental health. And it's kind of often used as a phrase as being like midpoint yes. mental health. So you're kind of, you're not like, yeah. So maybe we could say it's, we're having good midpoint mental I health. I like that. Good I don't know. Midpoint mental health. Interesting. Midpoint. Okay. Yeah, do you know, midpoint, midpoint is a key word here because sometimes I feel like you often feel like you either have to be like happy yeah. or sad. Like there's no middle. Like there's like, yeah. cause there's such a spectrum to our emotions that like we don't have yeah. names for. Yeah. So, like, actually, yeah. I think midpoint is just is so key here. It's actually like, yeah, I'm actually, and yeah. also, there's nothing wrong with being midpoint because we're not always going to be happy all the time. So, yeah, midpoint. We're in the midpoint. Yeah. We're all yeah. in the midpoint. I like that. Feeling I like midpoint that as well. today. When people ask Honestly, you, like, a, "How are you?" So I'm, you midpoint. I'm midpoint. I'm midpoint, babes. I'm midpoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I think that's really, actually. I think that's really interesting because I think there is actually a bit of a negative connotation of just being sort of middling. People, people say someone's mid, you're middling. It's normally sort of a negative mm. thing, isn't it? But actually, yeah. fair to middling, yeah, isn't it? Fair I to middling. Because for me, that brings up comparisons with like balance. That actually makes me feel mm. like you're a bit. Oh, you're quite balanced today. If you're sort of if you're sort of midpoint or middling, you know, maybe you're keeping things on you know balance which is all we're trying to do with our lives really anyway yes get, so i think i think maybe we need to sort of bring back more of a positive a positive connotation to midpoint mm. and middling and actually if you're doing that you're doing you're doing great you're cracking on you're doing all right, you're doing yeah. all right. Actually, maybe we should all be aiming for that because actually the highs and the lows those mm. are the tiring ones but actually if so we're sort true. Of in the middle i think that's, 
I think we've hit on something actually there. This has been a very yeah. successful marketing marketing meeting for all of us. We, we have really <laughs> smashed it. Yeah, we are. Yeah, can't wait to. Yes. Jackie, it's been such a joy to talk oh, to you. Honestly, thank you. Such a joy. I've loved it. So there you have it. I'm, I'm trying that new one for the for the outros. Jackie Atadeji on the Blank Podcast. What uh, an inspiring, fun, energetic, just like positive person to be around. And that that came through the Zoom call. Let alone had we met in person, which would have, <laughs> would have been fantastic. And obviously we can't at the moment, but hopefully we will. Hopefully we'll be able to meet up and and Giles will take you to uh, to karaoke and give you your first proper karaoke experience when that's allowed. To be honest. When that's allowed, I don't know, because I think that'll be one of the last things we'll be able to do. I mean, you're literally standing on stage screaming droplets into people's faces, which doesn't yeah. sound very sanitary in terms of COVID. Um, but anyway, what a, what a wonderful chat um, with Jackie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure karaoke should be described as screaming droplets into people's faces. But it kind of it necessarily. is. <laughs> it's, it's providing wonderful entertainment. With the power of song. Um, it was a wonderful <laughs> conversation. Um, I love Jackie. She's just such a great person. And yeah, I've got to know her over social media and it's so lovely to actually have a proper long conversation with her. And um, yeah, she's just brilliant. And, you know, I, she does some great podcasts. Um, Jackie Big Tits is her, is her main podcast, which she talks, you know, about all sorts of different things, including sort of body positivity. But like she said, she talks about subjects that don't often get talked about. And uh, yeah, and obviously there's some some extra content in the podcast mm. um, for our Patreon listeners to listen to where um, Jackie tells us about some of those difficult things that she, you know, finds more difficult to talk about. Um, so yeah, do do sign up to the Patreon if you want to listen to that. But yeah, it was a brilliant conversation and um, I knew it would be because Jackie's great. Yeah, patreon.com forward slash blank podcast is a place to go to get bonus content from all of our uh, guests. And uh, yeah, Jackie talks about the subjects that she finds the hardest to, to, to talk about. But I think... You know, I think we need to appreciate people like Jackie because they are out there having the difficult conversations that a lot of us kind of want to have but feel like maybe we can't mm. do that. But we need people like her doing that and sort of opening up those those doors and allowing us all to be vulnerable because without people like Jackie, I think we'd all be sort of worse off and we'd all be struggling more. So, you know, I think we need to really appreciate people like her because mm. they are making all our lives better by being out there having the difficult conversations. And, you know, it takes a certain person with a combination of sort of strength and positivity and likability and to be able to do that. And she's got all that. So I yeah. think, you know, we, we not only do I appreciate her coming on here, but I also really appreciate what she does because I think it's incredibly important. So, so yeah, thank you, Jackie, I guess for all, for all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, Oh, that's the end of the podcast a big shout out to our patrons thank you so much for supporting us hope you enjoy the extra content on this and all our episodes um there's some big... exciting stuff to come isn't there on that massively yeah i mean yeah, yeah very exciting and uh i'm just loving loving sort of being able to offer a bit more to our to our mm. patrons and creating this little community which we're loving having um so again patreon.com forward slash blank podcast is the place to be to get your extra blank 
content. Um, but also, if you listen to the regular public, public feed, we still love you loads, and we love hearing your tweets. So if you are someone that wants to get in contact with us and let us know what episodes have really connected with you, uh, you can. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's all the same handle. It is... At Blank Pod. And we've also got an email address if you fancy sending us an email. Uh, it feels a bit archaic, but it's not. We love it. Um, our email address is... The Blank Podcast 2018 at gmail.com. That is the one. I think maybe we'll drop that soon. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> get in soon. Get, get in now. Get in now before, before we, we decide, yeah. Stop talking about emails because we never get any. Um, and that's it. So, you know, thank you very much to Jackie for being a fantastic guest. Thank you yeah, to our wonderful. listeners, to our patrons. And thank you, Giles. Thank you, Jim. It's been a pleasure, as always. Indeed. Uh, take care. Have a great week. And we'll see you again soon on the Blank Podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is a blast box media podcast